This is JFM Podcast. Hello there, very good evening to you and welcome to the program Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Jaws. My name is Ponsak Fanap. A very beautiful uh, Thursday evening. It is 18th of January 2024. Gilbert Joseph, how's the day? How's the going? Good evening, Ponsak. My day was good. My day was okay. And um, usually, I think one of the things to gauge your you know, 24, 24 hours is how productive you made it. Um, look like or how productive you were able to you know make a sense out of the day and usually when that happens i think then it's a good day good evening Ponsac. yeah well it, it is uh, a good day uh you know a lot of um you know things to think about and a lot of uh things to process but we're here i mean absolutely uh, we're here i always uh, say that life is meant to be lived uh, though at times the experiences are not pleasant, sure. you know they are not uh, they are not good. But what are you gonna do? Uh, killing yourself is not an option. <laughs> uh, you just have to find a way in or around it. Well, what stories? Uh, was it yesterday or two days ago? I was. I saw, you know how fond of uh, watching comedy skit, you know. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You, yeah. And so I was, I think it was Sabino's. Uh, I'm bringing this up because you watch soccer yeah. and that's what you uh-huh. love for. And Sabino's was saying that if Ghana, you know, drew their <laughs> match, he was saying that <laughs> if there's going to be draw, draw and Super Eagles draw, draw, at least he's going to uh, help the Super Eagles, you know, qualify. <laughs> and then I... I had to watch it like two or three times before I fully understand, okay, this is what... I don't know how, you know, the game has been set up, but uh, what's going on with the Super Eagles? Well, the Super Eagles do not have um, wings any longer, and they can't fly. So they are in Super. So much trouble, so much problems. You expected them to win their last game, Ponsac, and they went to draw against Minos. Um, with no disrespect, with no disrespect to the opponent they squared up against, but... Um, it's tough when you look at a country the size of Nigeria, and then it can't deliver in almost all of the aspects that you know globally countries are rated. And for Nigeria, the the, the direct opposite is usually the case. And one of the things that makes Nigerians happy is football. You know, when yeah. when a husband, you know, in a family in a house is happy, mostly you can check out of five. Mostly these people watch football. And then in the end, um, the results aren't forthcoming. I think Pro Max Arsenal is the super eagles of Nigeria because when you expect them to step up to the occasion, then they're all missing on the podium, and that's not too good. Today we're going against Ivory Coast, um, which is the host nation you know, um, of this particular competition. Today the game is taking place um, by 6, yes, 6 o'clock Nigerian time, and um, there's already fear, palpable tension on the uh, in the air that we can't, you know, get anything out of that game because of just how well organized um, the, the elephants of Ivory Coast, yeah. you know, would be like. So that's the problem. That's exactly, I think, the reason. And to talk about the calculation Sabino is speaking about, usually there's what they call best losers in a group. So, oh, okay. yes, and you have to calculate, you have to depend on other people for results. You know, when they lose or draw against your opponents and then you're able to pick up a draw, at the end of the day, perhaps you stand a chance to qualify from your group. 
as the best loser. Yeah. You know, so I think that's what um, the comedy's kit is all about. Provided you spoke about it in that light, certainly. That's what Sabine was talking about, Ponsa. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, the Supreme Court cases, uh, we're yet to hear that. Uh, the, I mean, the date uh, for, I think we're expecting uh, Nasarawa, we're expecting Gombe, Gombe Kaduna. Kaduna yes. where, so uh, the Supreme Court has a uh, reserve uh, judgment, you know, in that. I know that uh, people are really, especially in Nasara State. Mm-hmm. I learned sure. that a friend of mine who is based there, you know, told me that. Uh, it's like a daily thing. Women will march to the PDP uh, office in, in, in Lafayette, the state capital, uh, demanding that you know uh, justice should be done to them and what have you. But it's going to be very interesting to see you know how uh, what will be the decision you know of the Supreme Court, uh, especially in that of uh, Nasara. Very very interesting, Gilbert. Really interesting. Um, uh, people can can be confident, at least for once, that justice would be served. And if anything, um, you hear different shades of opinion, people saying there is no need to thank the president, you know, for allowing the judiciary do its job. I listened to Kenneth Oconco, spokesperson of um, the OB presidential campaign team, you know, saying all sorts of things. This is a country that I'm in, for crying out loud, we're so familiar with top executives influencing the position that judgments tilt towards and influencing judges to say apparently there have been too many accusations and nobody is 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 not familiar with these sort of occurrences in our democracy so when judgments go the way that they went last week i think there is every need to thumbs up the executive for allowing the judiciary for not interfering in the choices or in the decisions that the judiciary make at critical points of our democracy. It was in this country that we saw Hope Uzodinma, against all the odds, emerge governor of Imo State. And the last election which brought him to power again for a second time, you know, even areas where there weren't voting units or there weren't even people residing in those areas, we did see (laughs) votes coming out of those territories. So what are we talking about? When there is something, because in the end, we are attempting to get things right. People have to be commended. And this gives them the reassurance that when they go in the right trajectory, Nigerians would appreciate them. So when someone dances wrongly and you decide to, for example, flog the person Mm. and he does the right thing second time, there is every need to applaud the person. And I think um, I don't share in that view that people shouldn't be commended for doing their jobs because we aren't familiar with decisions in that light. So yeah. for Nasara State, for Kogi, I mean, I was going to say Kogi, for Kaduna, for Gombe, and all the other judgments that we're expecting, people can be hopeful that the Supreme Court will deliver judgments dispassionately and without biases. I don't understand what uh, Kenneth Okonko, you know, was saying that we shouldn't uh, thank the president. I mean, uh, we should always situate uh, matters, you know, in context. We all know how our country has been bantered and how the executive will always meddle and interfere, even in uh, legislative, you know, matters. Matter, true. Uh, but here is a president who came and, uh, for the first time, he, I mean, we're seeing that uh, the will of the people, you know, prevailed. Uh, you know, allowing because if you look at the Supreme Court uh, judgments in Plato and you know Kano and is the person who got majority of the vote, you know, that the Supreme Court. And they didn't look at any technicality, you know, whatsoever. I think that this is first. And uh, if we 
say, okay, uh, we're thanking the president for not meddling or uh, interfering. I think that is going to encourage, you know, the president to say, look, uh, it pays to do the right thing. It's going to reinforce. I mean, in psychology, that's what they call reinforcement and uh, discipline. You know, if you reinforce good behavior, you know, in a child, he grows up to say, uh, to have an understanding that, okay, if I do good, I'm going to get sweets. If I do good, I'm going to get biscuits, you know, uh, and then it's pause, you know, the child. And pretty much that's how human beings, you know, behave. If you do good, uh, I think people should appreciate you and say, look, you've done well. Uh, it's going to reinforce that positive uh, character or that positive habit that you're trying to uh, imbibe. Well, Gilbert, what other news before play let's, the let's, let's go to Oyo State, yeah, um, the, the Grand Zero. I did see the reduce in pictures, aerial pictures, and it's not looking too good. The state government has been up and doing, and they deserve some commendations as well. And, you know, there are allegations already that um, some of the um, explosives there you know, were approved for use previously by the Ministry of Land um, of Mines and Steel. Yeah. So, um, and that was even against the observation raised by the governor. Incidentally, he's still the governor, Shay Makinde, that look, this wouldn't be helpful at the state level when you approve these things. But at the end, and people are raising allegations or alarm already that, you know, um, the expatriate miners, they are Malians. And so you see some of these disastrous incidents, some of these things, the way we just approve stuff at government levels. And then at the end of the day, the masses are left to deal with stuff. Like I think there's some, the death toll, by the way, has risen to six. That's quite unfortunate. And you can see that the government is up and about. Hopefully they're able to come up areas, you know, that there are allegations of the existence of some of these explosives. And is it dynamites? They call them, Dynamite. you know, to avoid... Um, recurrence of the same incident. And in Plateau State, I want to insist that people have every responsibility to tip off government on intelligence when there are situations like this. Somewhere around to Dumwada in December, you know, we're, take, we're having a session with a few people and suddenly something exploded within the rocks. And I want to believe it was deliberate. People trying to, for example, just um, carve up spaces for boreholes and all of that. Mm -hmm. So these are stops that approvals have to be given by government. And individuals also have to take responsibility for every activity taking shape in their locales, in their domains. That's key for the security of life and property. I do agree with you. And, you know, it's government responsibility. But uh, I like the part that you say, uh, let's watch out because... I mean, for God's sake, mining materials are highly radioactive. So if you dig up something from the ground and keep it, you know, within a residential area, it exposes, it exposes, you know, humans to all all forms of radioactivity. And that is why you find, you know, cancer. Cancer is not is not a sickness that is known, you know, to us in, in, in uh, here, I would say in, in Plato. Let me be very, very uh, specific because most of the food we eat, uh, most of the things we do, they are very natural. Uh, but again, you find, you know, so it's all, you know, this radioactivity, you know, rays uh, affecting, you know, one and just all in the name of, you know, uh, mining. And, and this is a call to artisan miners, you know, because I know that uh, there's heavy mining activities going on in hinterlands. Please, please be very, very careful. You know, be very, very uh, careful. I recall that in three years ago or four years ago, 
the member, former member representing uh, just south, uh, uh, the uh, honorable member, former honorable member representing uh, just east, uh, just south. That is both uh, uh, Dalio from Godson and Honorable Dachung Musa Bagos. You know, they had to bury their constituents because the mining side, you know, just fell and buried them. And, and it's, it's very painful. Yeah, this is calling on artisan miners, please. And the government has to do something as well. They have to do something, especially uh, through the Plateau State uh, Mineral Development Company. Well, let's play this insert. Three minutes is from Laolo Akande. I mean, analyzing the book by Femi Adeshina. When we come back, we have two guests. The show conversation will start. We'll uh, begin with them. Stay here. <music> Well, I mean, I, I think that uh, uh, you, you, we can take the, the witness, what, what I call the witness account of uh, Mr. Femi Adishino, we can take that to the bank. That is what he knows, uh, what, he, what he witnessed, what he experienced, you know, and the, the, the life that he lived uh, working with uh, uh, President Buhari for eight years. You know, I, I don't think that you, you'll be able to contradict the facts that he puts in the book, you know, uh, uh, what might be possible is, just like you said, there may be other perspectives, uh, there may be other things that are not uh, in the story. Uh, and I imagine that, you know, uh, nobody can claim that they know 100% of what it is that has happened. So to that extent, you know, I think, you know, I mean, Femi is, a, is, is, is an outstanding journalist, you know, uh, editor-in-chief. So, so uh, as to the fact, I don't think you can uh, contradict what you have said. So it, it, it depends on the, on the principal. Uh, so, so from the account of Femi, you can see very clearly that uh, even before uh, President Buhari became a civilian president, uh, Femi had always admired him, you know, uh, all the way from 20, uh, even he said, even when he was uh, head of state. So, uh, and he did, you know, he went as far as saying that as for him, you know, uh, the, the, the Buhari thing is a conviction. You yeah, know? he said and People so. have interpreted that to me, oh, you know, is it next to your faith and stuff? So, so he has a very unique relationship even before the man became president. You know, uh, so the way he will do his job is might be different from somebody who doesn't have that kind of previous admiration or you know something that is close to a belief. Now, the other possibility is that you can have a principal who is also very hands-on. You know. Uh, so that he, uh, the, 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 the spokesperson will be, you know, much closer in terms of thinking through. And then you can also have uh, uh, certain uh, principals who themselves, they are very media savvy, you know. So you don't really have uh, too much to, 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 to lead. You know, they lead and you, you, you follow. Look at President Buhari. I, I, I can count the number of times President Buhari had... A, uh, a press interview uh, while he was there. But there are, there are certain principals who, who will just go out okay. and, and engage the press. Look at President Obasanjo, for instance. You know, he had almost a weekly or a monthly interaction. Well, I mean, uh, uh, what, what I have found, uh, especially in the last eight years, is that the, the, the personality of, uh, of, the, of the principal, especially whoever is number one, uh, has to be a certain uh, kind of personality, you know. But more than that, more than that is the is the will and the capacity to to deliver. Now, I will say very clearly, and I think I've said this before. 
I think uh, President Buhari, between two, uh, uh, 2015 and 2019, had a, a, a better grip of things than between 2019 and 2020. Well, glad you're still here. The program is Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Jos. My name is Ponsa Akvanab. My name is Gilbert Joseph. We have two guests from Mr. Sam, a good friend of the house, always uh, generous with his time and intellect to come and share and analyze you know, the stories for us. Good evening. Thank you very much for coming, Pharmacist Samuel. Good evening, Ponsa. Good evening, JFM. Good evening, my brother here with me, yeah. uh, John Keller. Yeah, we have uh, Mr. John Keller. The erudite one. Good evening. Thank you very much for coming. Good evening. Always a pleasure to be here. Yeah, well, Gilbert. Yeah, seems like Mr. John Keller is a bit cold. I just hope he's all right. He's very enough. okay. Absolutely. Very okay. Glad to know. So, um, pharmacist, let me start with you. Yeah. Um, court cases yeah. done and dusted at least at the governorship level in Plateau State. Yeah. Um, what, how do you react to the judgment? Of the Supreme Court, and you heard us speak about some of the um, comments by individuals, various individuals at different levels, about whether or not the Supreme Court should be commended for doing their job. How do you react to some of these? Yeah, thank you, Gilbert. I, I don't think I need to say much about it because uh, prior during the uh, the judgment, the, the the verdict of the judgment took place. If you look at the city entirely, even people from outside the states, they will show their uh, like their joy. Uh, kind of, uh, there was nothing. Nobody, I don't think somebody had an injury. If you see someone with injury, maybe it was uh, during the celebration. You know how people were so so happy, and to an extent that you know they had uh, they they have uh, the upper. Um, in terms of uh, being a president from their party, thinking that uh, something can be used, and uh, to an extent, somebody from the party was saying a lot. But to God be the glory, it's not about His Excellency Caliph Mutfan, but it's about Plateau. And He has shown the people of Plateau that, yes, He can change the narrative, like other states. When you look at it, other states have continuity. And we need somebody that will have that same vein to the Plateau State. At least we enjoy. When the city is bad, things will not go smooth. So for me, the judgment was very, very, very much okay. At least we have confidence. And there was a time that when I came here, I told uh, you and Gilbert and um, Ponsak that I don't even feel so happy for my son or my, uh, my, my daughter to read law because of what happened in appeal court. I'm not a lawyer, but um, in fact, with my local way of thought and thinking, I think it was too obvious. Even lay people like us in the street were even started analyzing politics and analyzing uh, uh, the guideline of uh, uh, INEC and the rest of it. To an extent, we, we speak like mad people during the explanation. So I think uh, God has done it, and we shouldn't, we should... Has, has your position changed about whether your child would read law or not? Up till now, I think it's, it's better for him to read sociology so I have a better relationship with the, the international body. All right, all right, <laughs> Mr. John Kelly. Um, how do you react to, you know, those comments? And then um, you'd also help us to talk about 
a mixture of things that would range from security. And the governor yesterday was speaking on a television network. And he said, look, there have been some infiltration of the security architecture. You know, bad eggs or certain security <coughs> personnel are even sabotaging the efforts of their colleagues. Mm. He said that in categorical terms. And the sort of boldness with which the governor speaks, mm. what does that tell you? And what can we pick from this going on? He said, if the issue of security has to be dealt with, then that fact must be confronted. Well, very well. I think basically um, some of us have been vindicated on the array of issues that arose and um, after the tribunal case and also the verdict at the appeal court tribunal. And because we've maintained the position of the law as it regards issues that has to do with pre-election matters and also that issues that has to do with post-election matters. And basically we're at this point at this moment because at a point a lot of Nigerians lost confidence in the judiciary. And seemingly, that is the more reason why the body of benchers set up a committee to look at issues that concerns conflicting judgments. Now, state to state, there were issues that were raised primarily on the body of pre-election matters. And within the ambit of the law, those issues should remain at that point. And the Electoral Act and the Constitution is very clear as those issues, in regard to those issues. If you have issues that are bothered on the boundary of those issues, go to the Federal High Court and ventilate your issues. We kept on talking about those issues over time. I remember most of the times when I finished from my radio presentations, I always get calls from people who seem they have higher understanding in law or what have you to ask or to query the position that one was taking on such issues. But today, looking at the understanding of more superior judges, as far as the issue of litigations are concerned on electoral matters, they have dispensed justice on the issue. Let's take, for instance, in the issue of Zamfara State, what happened at the appeal? Certain local governments, based on interest, were cancelled to pave way, because if that election is reconducted, the opponents will have upper hand against the serving governor. And I'm happy that the appeal court looked at the issue and ventilated it in such a way that the people had spoken through the ballot and those votes were, vote, votes were reinstated. Look again the case of Kano, for instance. The 163,000 votes that were deducted from the votes of Yusuf Gidagida, those votes were reinstated because it was not the fault of the governor. Mm -hmm. Whatever happens within that period, the people of Kano spoke and they spoke very loudly. And again, if you move forward to Plata State, you now look at it that there were two dimensions. And what was the grounds of the case that Mutfuan took to the, the Supreme Court? Mutfuan had argued that he had taken eight grounds of petitions. And at the appeal court, the appeal court only looked at one. And they didn't look at other grounds of the petitions that he had taken. And that was why he had to petition the case to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court, in her own magnanimity, looked at those issues clearly and discovered that the APC as a political party shouldn't have meddled. In fact, in the ruling, Justice John Okoro stated very clearly that the APC should have known that the Supreme Court had ruled in plethora of cases that those issues were pre-election matters. That means that in the first instance, they shouldn't have taken the case to court. But unfortunately, Justice Agim said a lot of people had suffered the consequences of the wrong decision taken by the appeal court. 
And today we're happy because the judiciary as an independent arm of government should be seen upholding the principle of justice, equity, and fairness to all. Nobody should be seen dictating to the judiciary. Nobody should be seen dictating to the legislature, neither to the executive. So these arms of government are clearly spelled out by the constitution via the handling of their responsibility as the case may be. And today we're happy. We are celebrating victory. We are celebrating uh, um, democracy. We are celebrating the independence of the judiciary as far as the case is concerned. So you could see that it was well manifested in the celebration that took you know, whole of the entire state. In fact, even the celebration that um, the people celebrated during the election victory of Caleb Mutfan was not as much celebrated the way the victory heralded and the entire state was agog. And that shows clearly that the judiciary really served the people's interest based on the ballot. All right. And again, on the issue of the security, let me take it this way. Why Plateau State is always in the news of insecurity is because the appropriate authorities have not taken proactive action to tackle the issue of insecurity on the plateau. Let's take, for instance, in 2010, when the people at Dogonaha was killed, over 400 people were killed in Dogonaha in 2010. I remember within that period, Governor Jang called the then GOC of Tat Amadiv, Major General Minor. He called him severally. And he didn't pick his calls. And at the end of the day, we learned that the military authority had complained at the terrain. Fast forward again to what happened in Gashish. That was about 2018, where over 250 were killed. The same thing was also cited, the terrain. You move back again to 2012, where um, Senator Dantong and Honorable Gianfulani had gone for a burial. Over 200 people were also killed. They also cited the issue of the terrain. Again, we have on the 24th of December 2023, the issue of terrain again was still cited. I am aligning with the fact that there are bad eggs within the security agencies. And that was backed by even the former president, Goodluck Jonathan, Jonathan, where he had said that within even the confines of the security agencies, there are fifth columnists, people who serve as agents, people who give information. How can you explain a situation where few meters away from the point of attack, you have a checkpoint and strict mobilization is not given to reinforce security in those areas? Or how can you explain that where people have been massacred and you have dozens of securities within the comfort or the conference within that area and nothing happens? In the case of good luck, Jonathan, he's the number one city. He was the number one citizen at the time. The box stops literally on his table. When he came out to say that many people faulted his stance because if anybody was ever to deal with the situation, it was him because all the powers rested before him. When people speak in this light, how do you want the public to take them? Let's say, for instance, General Mahdi Buhari, the immediate past president, had given a directive to the then Inspector General of Police on the heels of the crisis in Benue State. Go to Benue State and restore peace in Benue State. What happened? The IGP stopped elsewhere and didn't follow the instruction of the president. In this vein, as the commander-in-chief of the armed forces of the Federal Republic of Nigeria, your word is an authority. And once you issue a directive to any security agent 
or any security arm of security agencies and the leadership fails to respond appropriately, the direct answer or solution to this is to clear off those who are unwilling to work with you or to work based on your directives. Because what we're having currently in Nigeria, we're seeing some, uh, some seams of ineptitude in terms of handling security issues. But I must say that we're having a clear departure from the past, looking at what we're having currently. I must commend President Muhammad, President Bola Ahmed Tinibu, because the quick response as it relates to the security reaction on most of the security happenings within the state has been prompt. And I bet you, if those who have been saddled with the responsibility of handling these issues will work based on the swift directive of the president, then we can now say that we are heading somewhere. We are not yet there, but we are the verge of heading to some glorious period as far as security is concerned. All right, Ponsak? Yeah, well, let me come to uh, uh, Plato and ask uh, Pharmacist Sam. Uh, well, the governor seems to be doing a lot when it comes to infrastructure. If I, you know, this bridge, uh, Autocom Bridge, uh, contractors right now on site, and uh, people are really, really excited about that. But <clears throat> what will you... And what are your thoughts in terms of uh, navigating um, governance, you know, for Governor Mudfang? What will you, what will, uh, you say, you know, he should focus on when it comes to priority areas, you know, to deliver good governance? Road is good. It's, it's mm. very good. But uh, beyond roads, I mean, then what? Yeah. Um, Ponsak, beyond roads, you know, there is health. That is the number one thing. You know, when you look at the issue of plateau state, in terms of health sector, you were talking about cancer. We don't. We are not known with such. At least illness. the prevalence yes, is not the much. The prevalence yeah. is not there. Yeah. We are not known with such. But when you look at it, uh, there is issue of um, climate change, a kind of lifestyle. You know, when you are, you started getting money, your lifestyle starts changes. You know, somebody seeing you eating local food, they look at you as a local person. You know, there are certain things that used to... You know, I hate that phrase, local food. There's no yeah. food that is foreign. There's no one that is local. No, it's yeah, food is food. No, you know when people go to all these um, uh, KFC... No, we shouldn't the, mention name. Yeah, you know, yeah. big restaurants. Yes, big restaurants, big restaurant, yes. Yeah. They feel that uh, we have arrived. Uh, we're doing well. You know, such things, you know, you need to balance it. It's not that it's bad, but you need to balance it. Mm. So, the issue of health sector that I'm trying to talk about, you know, primary health care is one of the key... And Very important, yeah. yeah. And you, if you go to some of the primary health care, you will not even see health workers. And even you, if you see them, paracetamol, all these uh, basic metro, basic uh, medicine, uh, medicine drugs, that yeah. are mainly to start, like a starting uh, this thing, before you now think of a specialist or a mm. teaching hospital, but nothing. And the, 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 the bulk work of it is that the plasma, you know, plasma is trying to encourage people to register yeah, in the village, yeah, subscribing yeah. to it, mm. see the benefit. But what we really need is drugs available, availability mm. of drugs. Oh, yeah. Without drugs, all these long dramas going to defend uh, budgets and uh, supply of whatever, it will not even help us. Go to Plateau Hospital, you see there are certain things that need to be put in place. Very soon, you will, Plateau Hospital will be maybe a teaching hostel through uh, Bacchus, uh, Bacchus. Yeah. Mm, and without appropriate 
uh, uh, this thing, uh, uh, equipment and uh, manpower. I think it's. I was going to ask you know this issue of manpower. Yes. Would you advise Mudfang, Governor Mudfang, to recruit uh, more health workers, uh, and especially in this cases, in this case, doctors? Yes, more health workers, and also. But the complaint basically is they will say motivation. I mean, the pay yeah, is not good. Yeah, motivation and even the, the people that are heading the place should also show motivation. You know, not the governor cannot come down to specialist hospital mm. or to primary healthcare uh, board or whatever to start or management board mm. to start uh, motivating people. The motivation will come. There was a request because there are people that are heading all this organization. Mm. So definitely, if there is motivation, just like when. Uh, Dr. Palmer was in Jude. Yeah, you know, CMD. December period, you know, he motivated them. Even the new CMD, this present CMD, he's mm. doing well in terms of motivation. You know, when you are working, just like here, you are working here, at the end of the year, something good has been done, hardworking people getting rewards in certain areas. Mm. You know, definitely everybody will try to put his effort. I will talk of agriculture is there. Fertilizer should be available. Unlike they will give you fertilizer in August. What will you do with it? You keep it till next year. Mm. And all the farmers, if you look at it, when we're small, the fertilizer is there. Government, they don't even need it free. They just need it affordable and available. There should be a kind of, in all districts, or in all, af uh, after the local government, in districts. So you say healthcare, uh, agriculture. agriculture yeah. Yes. Yeah. That should be appropriately supplied. There are, there are chain. When you talk of education also, mm. You know, when we're in primary school, I did not, uh, I did not have the privilege to, to, to be in a private school. I was, in fact, I finished uh, government school. You know, there was uh, then there was all these supervisors that they get, they had uh, by school. Mm. You won't even know when they will come. You won't even know when they will come. They will just appear, and you know everybody will ensure that he's doing the right thing. But when you just allow things, uh, they know that okay, supervisor is coming. They will even start making calls from headquarters. But when you put people that they know that they want to do the job, get bikes for them. They, those places there is no good road, you get bikes. They'll be visiting all this maybe after three, three days in a week. You will see everything will be in order. Uh, AT, um, uh, S, uh, is it uh, this um, ASTC? Yes, this year. It's very, very important. Very, very important. Even the machine, people were using those tractors. You pay. They will give you seedly and the rest of it. Yeah, you talked about uh, tractors. The 400 uh, tractors that uh, Governor Lalong claimed he bought for uh, Plateau State. Will you advise Governor Mutfang to probe that and look into that? You know, the, our governor is a very, very God-fearing man. No, you cannot, uh, even if you advise him, no, you I, I, no, I, I can I advise him to, to checkmate those machines. No, I don't like, being God-fearing doesn't mean that you should be... You should not care about justice. In fact, me, being God-fearing, if you care about justice is your main word. Uh, it, because, you know, the Bible will say that uh, God loves people who love justice. But he's an emotional kind of a, a, a human being, if you look at him very well. Yeah, but because I, I understand his personality, yes. but I'm, I'm talking about to, Governor Lalong claimed to buy these things for the people. Yeah. And the people are saying that we cannot see them. And I think that Governor Mutfang, if he's going to be just, yes. you know, he should probe. Because it wasn't Governor Lalong's money. And in fact, uh, Governor Mutfang is sitting there because people voted for him. Yeah. So he shouldn't do things, you know, because he feels like he wants to, he should do things to make the people happy. For me, I, I, I think it would be nice for him to, 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 to check and also ask questions. 
where yeah, it's, such, it's such, such like this, you should ask question. Where are the the tractors? Four hundred. That is not a small yeah, it's not easy. And uh, yeah, you should ask questions. And even apart from the tractors, if you go to ATC in Shandam, in Mangu, uh, Barikinladi here, you look at it. The place is looking dilapidated. You understand? As if nothing has happened there before. So I think not only about the tractors. There are certain things that need to be asked. Like what happened with this? What happened with this? So that things will be in order. You know, that's why I was saying that. You know, in Plato say we don't have. We don't have continuity because there was there is no stability. If you look at Kano, uh, irrespective of party and uh, grievances between him and Kwanko, so and mm. even Bauchi between different parties, it will go to Gombe between different parties. But at the end of the day, they continue with each and every important project that the the, the previous government has started. But our own, no, we only work with two things: uh, fighting each other. Secondly, uh, tribal uh, bigotry and the rest of it. Mm. You understand? We think that is the best way. You understand? Not only somebody from your tribe can help you. Like me and uh, uh, my brother, uh, John, uh, Keller. John Keller. We are same tribe. But to an extent, I mean, I may not even help John Keller like the way he came with his friend from uh, 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 Lantan. Yeah. You understand? So it, the, what we need on the plateau, who has the heart of plateau that you, you respect each and every tribe you, that you respect each and every individual and you ensure that there is a development across board when you look at go to my building materials building materials i think is one of the biggest market that is almost the money is almost a trillion naira yeah. there in that market but come and see what the governor is doing right now he's so there's road construction yes and then <clears throat> and then go to to he went there yesterday allowed satellite market day before yesterday the road linking to do that to uh, set from uh, carbon to to do that to do that to Sabongari, part of the to do that come any hold up anything that is going to cause uh, hitches in terms of trans- transportation it'll be so easy you understand so all those kind of things that the governor is trying to go to Hoffield uh, Hospital those yeah. that links to land and survey yes specialist. wait all this for a for Plateau State to be city you have to visit all these all roads because the houses there are good. You have to rehabilitate them. Then you now go back to all these areas like uh, New Abuja, uh, Kangang site, and also Fera Locos, and all those places. Before you know it, people will start feeling that, yes, something is happening. But without that, nobody knows that something is happening in the last eight years. We suffered a lot. We did not see the palliative. We are the same party with APC from the national APC in state, but nothing. People were suffering to an extent that people vandalized even normal uh, people's stores because of the suffering. So for me, I feel that Governor Mutfan is doing well. Okay, well, let's open the phone line 0812187777 or you call 0905566699. Before you call, turn down the volume of your radio or you turn it off completely and then you tell us the name and where you're calling from. And you can drop your comments on Facebook at JFM Live on X at JFM Joss. All right, let's uh, take the first call. Hello, hello, good evening. We got to you late, sorry. Hello, hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Yeah, thank you very much. My name is Eddie Kumar. I'm calling from GKT Junction. Please go ahead. Yes, I will come and check. I've spoken very, very well. 
and also want to congratulate Barrister Caleb Mufa for winning the case. That is the uh, mandate of the people have been retrieved. You see, what is happening in the uh, judgment is very, very unfortunate. That's why, this from the appeal court, the people are wondering what is going to happen. But thank God to the judiciary, it seems like they have had the mistake that the appeal court has made, which they corrected in the Supreme Court, which is very, very recommended. And coming to Plattsburgh State, actually, we have seen what Barista Kalebun Fund is doing. We cannot compare what Barista Kalebun Fund have done in the eight uh, months compared to the uh, eight years of APC. Because everywhere development is going, everywhere people are recommending, that is governance at work. And the issue of insecurity is something that is very, very uh, challenging. Because no matter how good you are, there are some people that will make sure that they bring bad elements to the good work that you are doing. So that's why we are calling on the platooners to cooperate and give the governor the cooperation to make sure that they are fulfilling his mandate. And the opposition also, they should itself for governors. I think this thing is over since the Supreme Court have already uh, validated the structure of PDP. And lastly, those uh, uh, mandates that have been collected in the National Assembly and the uh, House of Representatives, we are hoping that those people will look at the people mandate because you cannot go to an office which is snatched by court and the Supreme Court have validated it is very, very honorable for those people to resign and give room for those that people have uh, uh, voted. If not, even they go there, they cannot represent the people fully. And the people will know how or need of calling them back. So for them to have that kind of disappointment, it's better to honorably resign and give mandate to those that win the election from the police. Thank you very much, Governor. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing your thought with us. Hello. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Tell us the name and join the conversation. Uh, this is uh, the voice of Apata Gustav. We're listening. Uh, my brother, we have to congratulate our governor. He's doing well. As I'm talking to you now, what is going on in Apata area now? Uh, the road that they, they refuse to fix for us for almost 10 years, but this just few months now, uh, many things are happening. God will continue blessing the governor. That's why we start, we stand by him during his trial period. And by the grace of God, we have seen the light and uh, follow, follow Huno Road. God bless you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing your thoughts. Hello, good evening, thank you for calling. We got too late. Sorry about that. Zero eight one two one eight one two one zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. Hello. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Hello. Good evening, Pastor. Yes. Thank you for calling. Tell us the name and join the conversation, please. Yes, I'm gentle from Gadabu. Good evening. Also, uh, Gilbert and our able guests. Yeah. Go ahead. Sir. Yes. They spoke wonderfully well. And first and foremost, I will love to give God your glory that made it possible of the power he gave to our dear governor that never be twisted. So the, the glory I give to Almighty God. 
And also, I will also give thanks to our dear president, who that is not like the former president. You understand? He has done marvelously well. If it was former President Buhari, honestly speaking, worst will happen in Plateau State. But thank God that this man in power. This thing happened in this way. You understand? And again, our daughter, daughter of the soil, have really, really embarrassed us in Plateau State. In trying to twist, all twisted the short, twisted everything, but Almighty God never allowed that. You see, that is where I, I want to give the whole thing to the president. She has already twisted everything. To the extent that if it were President Buhari, honestly speaking, of what she has done, honestly speaking, if it was Buhari himself, what would happen? But Tinibu never allowed it back. He never allowed himself to be twisted as she has done what everybody cannot, cannot do. A daughter of Plato said. So I don't know whether the agency we, in short, in short, completely sucked her from that post because she has completely messed up with the system. Completely messed up. Nobody have right to acknowledge what Supreme Court has interpreted. That this very, very, very uh, president of the Court of Appeal went ahead and acknowledged what was interpreted by the Supreme Court. It's unfortunate. Nothing has... Nobody can do this, but this lady went ahead and do that. So I don't think for her to remain in that office, she has to be removed completely so that people will learn a lesson. Thank you and God bless you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. After this call, Gilbert will take us through social media. Good evening, thank you for calling. Well, listen, tell us the name and join the conversation. This is Ishai Ali from Gilbert. Well, listen. Um, first of all, first of all, we give God the glory for hearing our prayer and our mandate has been retrieved by God. And we thank the president for being, not being biased. He shows that he's a good democrat by allowing the judiciary to do their office. We thank him for that. And what I would like our governor to do is you ask uh, one of your guests this question from her. After road construction, yes, health is there. You should pay his top uh, on education too. And after education, we have uh, agriculture because we cannot survive without agriculture in this state. And he should lay his emphasis on all those sectors and other ones. Thank you. Water too. So he should carry everybody alone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Gilbert. All right. Let's start with X today. And Joseph Adukobo says, um, Mutfang should remember the Rukuba Binchi to Jengere Road. Basa LGA needs to also feel the dividends of democracy. And Yakubu Musa Pada says, 
evening all at this material time ravaged by unfortunate unfortunate insecurity trust is a whole lot it behoves on those saddled with the responsibility of safeguarding nigerians to do the needful in fishing out the bad eggs in its midst a peaceful society is sine qua non to development nurse nyango gongjon says the security that is not being taken care of you expect things like this to happen these guys can't take Okay, can take any amount given to them to do evil. We have seen evidence. FG can't deal with insecurity. We need to defend ourselves. If you continue waiting on the government, we will perish. Nemel Multipurpose says, You guys are doing more damage to Plateau State than good by dividing Plateau citizens. Wonder what you're talking about? Esau D. Mashat Maren says, Truly speaking, the attitude of the security agents on the plateau needs to be investigated. The people have lost confidence in their ability to secure them. We need state police, not soldiers. And Nemel, okay, I took this from Nemel Multipurpose. And on Facebook, Comrade Daus Longa says, Security situation in this state, only God can put an end to it because no one controls the mindset of human beings except God. But our desire is that the security should come to an end. Okay, the insecurity, you wanted to say, should come to an end. The governor tried his best, but only God has the final say. Don Z says this is very obvious after the attacks. There had been outrage across the country on how such coordinated attacks could have taken place despite the presence of the security personnel. Sometimes the assailants carry out the attacks for hours and leave before the security agencies um, are mobilized to the scene. Joe Adukubo says, Mutfuang should remember the Rukubabinchi to Jengir Road in Basa. Charity Harley says, Honestly, um, there was insecurity on the rise, especially in Mango and Bokos. It's really alarming. Jan Damak Mondi says, Mr. Governor needs to do something about security of lives and property because I lost a friend in Bokos today. So sad, Mashatism, Karl Marx says, to be candid, the insecurity level is so disturbing if one considers how the military formation could not prevent nor apprehend the attackers. Could one be wrong if we say that the insecurity has now become an organized crime? And the final one I will be taking for want of time is Mercy Yao, who says, Governor, the governor must control um, the security apparatus, that is state police. If you go to Meduguri, Kano, Yobi, Bauchi, ETC, all of them have their own security challenges. Anyone who goes wrong, why Plateau State government can't do the same? All right. Uh, yeah, well. Uh, are you going to Facebook or we show? Yeah, I okay. just took Facebook. Okay, started okay. with X actually. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. so thank you. Uh, please, uh, gentlemen, go ahead and uh, give your concluding remarks and respond to the uh, comments from the audience. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, all the, those that contributed. We have had all the suggestion and advice to the governor. We pray that uh, those in the authority and armed affairs can able to pass this and just like the way he said not only about agriculture there was even people with disability education which is very key and the scholarship should be a kind of online so that will be so easy you know when scholarship in other countries scholarship is online you feel it there are that that there is no any magu magu on it you just straightforward you feel it you qualified 
you screen and you get your distance uh, without any issue yeah. but um another issue is the issue of um uh, health should be very very key we have a drugs management agency which is starting with the responsibility to provide all medication in all other places yeah. so pray that governor will put his more attention in such areas yeah. thank, thank you so much thank you pharmacist samuel uh well mr john kelly yeah i think basically um all these litigations were uh more of distractions you know on the governance of the state and putting this behind us i think it is now time for governance and um i believe in the capacity of the governor to deliver good governance to the people of Plateau State, just the way he um, has started, you know, have an issue. Um, because if you look at his um, approach to issues, is is one of a kind. And that, that at the first time, we, we are having a leader who is compassionate, even in terms of his approach to issues, um, basically. Um, I've seen his um, approach to national issues, his invitation to or oh, um, visitation to a lot of national institutions. Like yesterday, he was at um, uh, the, the, the UBA, the suburb, the, sorry, in Abuja, yeah. you know, to interact with the leadership in terms of um, intervention in our tertiary institutions. And he was hammering on the issue of infrastructure in the Plateau State Polytechnic. We also have um, uh, Plateau State uh, University, Bokos, and um, also um, College of Education, Gindiri, and other institutions. Um, because what we are lacking entirely in most of these areas, you have students littered you know, outside the campuses, and they are prone to attacks. And I believe absolutely that he will deliver on the dividends you know, that uh, the people of Plateau State, uh, Plateau State had voted him to, yeah. uh, to deliver at the end of it all. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mr. John Keller. Gilbert, the final word. Yeah, just good evening to our listener. Yeah, well, the news will come your way top of the hour, 6 o'clock. Thank you so much for your audience. Do have a good evening. Bye now.